Don't want to work forever? Once you can cover your living expenses with passive income, your day job becomes optional and you reach financial independence. You then have complete control over your time, your money, and your life in general. Spark Rental founders Denny Suplee and Brian Davis, me, are here to help you build rental income, ditch your day job, and do what matters most to you. So on that note, let's jump into today's episode, which, like all of our episodes, was recorded live. Hey guys, Brian Davis and Denny Suplee here from Spark Rental. How are you doing today? How is everybody? How was your fourth? I hope uh, I hope everybody had safe and fun fun times. Um, Everyone got blown up by fireworks. Yeah, my husband's a real pyro, so we had a lot of fireworks here. <laughs> oh, fun! Yeah, my my dad likes them as well. <laughs> really, you know, it's funny. Um, when we went to buy them, the box that he got this whatever was called the um the divorce maker. <laughs> I love it's it. like, what a name. Anyway, um, I'm glad that you're all joining us. Let us know where you're joining us from. Just throw that in the comments. And um, if you were with us last week, Brian interviewed Tom Dunkel, um, who was an interesting, uh, knowledgeable guy. And this week, we're going to be talking about how to invest if you're afraid or fearing a housing market correction, which it seems to be the... Uh, topic these days. Um, being a realtor, I don't know how many people I hear. I d- Even yesterday, some of the people that were here, there was somebody that was thinking of possibly selling their home because they don't want to miss the opportunity of the high prices. And now with the rate, <laughs> it's like all the talk. So anyway, Brian, why don't you start us off and give us some ideas on, on how to, uh, how to, how to stay towards your goals of investment even during these times? Sure. So first of all, it's it's not guaranteed that we're going to have a housing market correction. Uh, they they don't happen that often. You know, even when we have recessions, home prices don't always dip. Uh, when they do dip, they tend to only dip 5%, you know, maybe a little bit closer to 10% in the worst ones. Uh, but as far as I know, there have only been, there's only been twice in American history when housing prices have dipped more than 10%. And those were, of course, the Great Recession and the Great Depression. Um, so, you know, two quite extraordinary events, as you know. Uh, so, you know, we're not talking about the end of the world here for housing prices to dip 5%. Um, now, if you are worried about it and it's keeping you up at night, you don't have to invest in real estate right now. Uh, you can always pump your money into stocks while they're down. Uh, it's a good opportunity to buy stocks at a discount, you know, uh, on sale, <laughs> as it were. So, yeah, if it's if this is something that you know you're chewing your your fingernails about and, and it's keeping you up at night, then don't feel like you have to invest in real estate right now. Uh, if you do want to continue investing in real estate, another option is buying long-term investments that cash flow well. So even if home prices do dip five percent, maybe even ten percent, it won't really affect you, right? Because your cash flow will continue coming in. Even even while prices dip down a little bit and uh, before they recover, uh, who cares? As long as you're holding it long term, you can keep cashing those rent checks every month or keep cashing those dividends. If we're talking about real estate crowdfunding investments. Uh, so bear in mind here, rents almost never dip. So even during the Great Recession, when home prices dropped significantly. I mean, so if you look at the largest cities, they dropped around 20 percent 
in some markets, you know, in some rural areas, I mean, home prices dropped 30, even 35% in the US. Uh, rents didn't drop. They leveled off some for a couple of years, but they did not drop. So even during housing market corrections, rents rents don't drop. So your your cash flow will still keep uh, flowing in, right. even when uh, even when home prices drop. You know, even if we do have a little bit of a recession. Now that doesn't mean that you don't have other risks as a as a landlord during recessions. You know, you may have higher default rates on the rent. Uh, you may see higher vacancy rates. Uh, but rents themselves don't drop. So if you have screened your tenants really well, if you have really solid, stable tenants in there, uh, you should be you should be fine as a long term rental investor. And uh, if you're working the numbers out, no, you know what I mean. It does like obviously the price does mat matter, but if you if the numbers are working and and rents generally do go up, you you should be okay. There are always some type of deals out there. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, home price home price corrections in the U.S. Uh, it represents an opportunity to buy houses at a discount. Um, but we so we we actually did an analysis about a month ago on how recession proof are rental properties, and I added a link to it in the comments here. Uh, but we have some some graphs showing some of this data over time, including housing prices uh, during recessions, rents during recessions, uh, vacancy rates for rental properties during recessions. Uh, and during normal times as well. So, you know, take a look at some of that data if you're interested. And it's a it's a pretty clear breakdown of what are the risks as a landlord during recessions. Uh, you know, if assuming you're not looking to sell <laughs> during right. a recession, uh, but you uh, rental properties are safer investments than most during recessions. Now, they're not the only long-term real estate investment you can make. Uh, crowdfunding investments like Fundrise and Streetwise are both long-term equity investments in properties. You're, you're buying fractional shares of pools of properties. So, uh, you know, we'll add a couple of links to yeah, those. Is, I already did. Oh, thank you, Denny. <laughs> yeah. So I, I invest some of my personal money in both Fundrise and Streetwise. I've had very good uh, experiences with both. So, um, you know, those are, they are long-term investments, you know, don't get me wrong. The five-year minimum investments for these, uh, if you pull your money out early, you do get hit with a penalty. So yeah, the, these are places where you park your money long-term uh, in real estate. And in the meantime, you earn a, a healthy cash dividend uh, every quarter. So uh, Streetwise has been paying an eight, yeah, Streetwise has been paying an 8.4% annual dividend for years now. So those are a couple long-term options that you can invest in in real estate, uh, even if you're worried about a, uh, a little housing market dip over the next year or two. Uh, you know, as long as you're holding long-term and just collecting the cash flow, you'll be okay. Now, there are other types of real estate investments that people like as recession-proof investments. You know, I put that in air quotes because, <laughs> you know, is anything truly recession-proof? Eh, who knows? But uh, we had, so last week we had Tom Dunkel on the show and uh, he was talking to us about self-storage facilities. And, you know, that's that's the niche that, that he is occupying right now. Uh, they do syndications, syndication projects for these self-storage facilities. Uh, they're expensive properties uh, usually. So it's not like the average person can go out there and just drop a million bucks to build one of these facilities. But you can you can invest in smaller ones. You can invest in syndications. You can partner with people. Uh, so we'll, we'll put a link in the uh, comments here to last week's episode with Tom Dunkel. I just put it in. 
Yeah. And so the reason, by the way, let's just explain for a second why people consider self-storage facilities recession-proof. So uh, during recessions, some people will downsize their homes, right? Uh, or they will move in with family members or friends, uh, which is effectively the same thing as downsizing, right? They, they are moving into a new home that doesn't have enough space to fill all of their belongings. So what do they do? They put it in a storage facility. So that's why self-storage facilities are largely considered recession-proof, uh, because as people shrink their home size down or they move in with someone else, uh, which is, by the way, the technical term for that is household bundling. If you are a uh, <laughs> a, a housing, a real estate nerd like we are, uh, but that is that's the side effect of downsizing or bundling your household with someone else, moving in with someone else. You don't have enough room for your stuff, so you put your stuff in storage. That's uh, the bottom line there. So. Uh, yeah, that is an option as well. If you are worried about a recession or a housing market correction, uh, self-storage facilities are a good place to start. Uh, mobile homes, same concepts. You know, in recessions, people look for more affordable options for housing. Uh, mobile homes are historically a, a more affordable housing option. So you can uh, invest in mobile homes as a more recession-proof option as well. Uh, or in that same vein, you can invest in mobile home parks. So rather than a single mobile home, in the entire park. Uh, different business models, of course, but uh, the same underlying economic principle, right? That, you know, in recessions, people look for more affordable housing. I actually, even for like an Airbnb, if it's in an area, you know, like a mountain area or whatnot, I, I love the idea of buying a piece of land, throwing a mobile home on there, and, and which is kind of what they do. And I just thought that was the coolest thing. Oh, yeah. And, and you guys have an RV for, for traveling around, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so, yeah, no, RV parks, mobile home parks. I mean, you know, all of these, these are viable options during recessions. And, um, you know, yeah, people do sometimes go live in their RVs, you know, during recessions and rent out their homes if they own a home. Um, you know, or, you know, maybe instead of their family vacation that year, being like, oh, we're going to fly to Europe or you know, fly to the Caribbean. Like, oh, you know, maybe we RV around for a couple of weeks. Um, so, and there's that's been way popular. Even like, it's it's just funny how popular it is. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, these are all options if you're concerned about a housing market correction or recession. It's uh, not you can just for senior citizens, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Although, you know, let's be honest, these uh, these cliches exist for a reason, right? <laughs> yeah, well, be careful. I thought you were going to say, well, look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know, there, another option here for uh, investing in real estate, if you are worried about a housing market correction, uh, low LTV loans, uh, loans that have uh, that are a low percentage of the property value. Uh, so there's still plenty of uh, meat on the bone. There's plenty of room. Uh, plenty of equity. If the borrower were to default and the lender uh, had to foreclose, you know they'd still be able to get their money back. So, you know, typically we're talking about hard money loans here to real estate investors. Uh, these loans usually in the the sixty to seventy five percent LTV range. So, you know, if housing market or housing prices do drop five percent, uh, you still have twenty thirty percent uh, equity available in the property for foreclosing and getting the money back. Um, you know, or working out a short sale or, or whatever uh, with the with the owner. Uh, so there are a couple of real estate crowdfunding platforms that specialize in these sorts of uh, hard money loans with low LTVs. Uh, and by the way, the fact that these are two real estate investors 
make them way easier to foreclose as opposed to uh, foreclosures on homeowners, very lengthy process, a lot of regulation. It's a much more streamlined process to foreclose on a real estate investor where it's not their primary residence. So uh, as the effective lender here, that's good news for you. Uh, so yeah, ground floor and concrete are two that uh, Denny and I both invest in personally. Um, low LTV loans, power money loans to real estate investors, uh, had great experiences with both. So uh, those are options as well. So Denny, what do you want to avoid <laughs> during, uh, if you're worried that we are approaching a uh, housing market dip or a, uh, you know, a little housing market correction here? I think the worst thing that anybody can do is panic and make decisions out of that panic um, without taking everything, you know, like just, yeah, because that can get you into more trouble than anything. No question about it. Uh, and that goes, that goes for everything that goes for selling stocks, selling real estate. You know, you don't want to panic sell. Uh, you know, the, everyone knows the rule uh, buy low, sell high panic selling is selling low. So that is the exact opposite of what you want to do. So uh, one, one strategy that does not work particularly well during uh, or if there's a housing market correction approaching is flipping houses, because then when if prices do drop, you can be stuck holding that property. So if you are a flipper uh, or a wholesaler, you want to have some contingency plans in place in the event that home prices do dip by 5%. You know, is that going to wipe out your entire profit? Is, is it going to put you in the red? Mm. Uh, so you want to be careful about those because even though they're, they're short-term, you know, flipping a house is, is a short-term investment, you know, six months, you know, maybe a year. Uh, we don't know what the real estate market will look like six months from now or a year from now. It, it might dip uh, 5%. We don't know. Uh, we've, we are already seeing market cooling, uh, especially in the markets that overheated the most during the pandemic. I um, never thought I would say this, but houses are sitting on for over a week. <laughs> <laughs> in my area, that's like, what? An eternity. It's crazy. Yeah. So, you know, bottom line here, there is uh, still an inventory shortage. So this is not 2008. We do not have the same fundamental uh, problems or challenges in the the nationwide real estate market that we did then. So we're not looking at a 20 or 30% crash in home prices the way that we saw in the Great Recession and its aftermath. That being said, housing markets have been overheated for a couple of years uh, mm -hmm. and they are definitely being cooled down by uh, you know, the, the jump in inflation, by higher interest rates, by the jitters among the general public. You know, consumer confidence is very low right now. So, you know, we may be spooking ourselves into a recession, <laughs> Uh, even if the economic fundamentals are pretty strong at the moment, so a strong labor market, for example. Um, so if you do want to continue investing in real estate, and I encourage you to do so, uh, but build some extra buffer into your margins so that a 5% dip in home prices doesn't put you underwater, doesn't ruin your deal uh, or ruin your day. So when you're figuring out what you're saying, the numbers and whatnot, make sure that you put that you know buffer in there so that you are prepared and... Um... Yeah, you don't want to gamble on time and market. No, <laughs> don't time the market. Mm. Investing 101. Uh, Denny, any other comments that you want to uh, add here before we call this episode complete? I don't think so. But I know that I've been through ups and downs in this market. And um, 
survived and in a lot of ways survived pretty good. So I think there's always a way to make money. No question. And, you know, so final thought for me on this is uh, if we do have a housing market correction, take advantage of it and uh, buy low. Exactly. All right, guys. We will see you next Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern. Uh, in the meantime, stay in touch. Shoot us an email. Let us know what you want to hear about soon and you know what you're looking for as far as tools, uh, tips, anything else that we can help you with as a real estate investor. Absolutely. Have a good All day. Right. Bye now. Bye. Did you know we offer a free eight video course on how to reach financial independence with real estate? It's super bingeable with each video around 10 minutes long, but packed with information. Visit sparkrental.com slash learn for instant access. And please don't forget to rate and review our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. Thanks for joining us. And we will catch you on the flip side. Shh.